You're listening to the comedy podcast, a crazy little thing called Love Dev. It's episode 52. Jal Freezer. folks how's it going welcome back yes it's episode 52 52 how are you it's 52 <laughs> uh yeah i'm all right man i'm not too bad i'm not too bad been busy yep back on the comedy circuit did a charity event last night for a good friend of mine stevie gray who i mentioned in my last pod podcast episode um stevie gray was raising money for cancer research because he had a cancer throat scare he doesn't have cancer very good he's still raising money for the charity he's raised over two thousand pounds he's hit his target but he said he's not stopping there he's just going to keep continuing till the end of the year and whatever he makes it's all going to charity what a legend so yeah i was gigging for him last night in matlock in derbyshire which is a beautiful part of the country. I've got to admit, I think I'm falling in love with Derbyshire, surrounding areas. It's so lush. It's such a beautiful place. I love going to these little village gigs or towns and gigging there. Yeah, so Matlock, it was held in a sports venue called the Edgefold Club. Massive room. Uh, There was a good amount of people. There's about 40-odd, I think. We could have put at least another 20 more in that room. It was that big. Good gig. It was all right. I mean, the thing about charity events, they're not always there for... Well, they're there to support the comedy night and support the fundraising. But I always find that a lot of people don't go to stand-up comedy nights. There's probably a handful of people that go there. And the rest, yeah, for the first experience for them. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I was gigging with Tom Binns. He was playing his two characters, Ian de Montford and Ivan Brackenbury, which is just amazing. Like I said before, he's he's one of the best comedians in the UK, without a doubt. He's so good. Uh, it was nice to see him. Got some really great feedback from Tom, which was lovely to hear, and he was genuine about it. So I'm really pleased about that, you know. It's nice to have that. It's a good feeling. So, yeah, man, back on the circuit. Just can't wait for my next gigs. Quite excited. There was this bloke there, though, right, at the gig. And um, he was a bit annoying, to be fair. I don't know his name. I didn't want to ask him his name. He kept calling me over. I was trying to keep the social distancing, you know, with the tables. And he kept calling me over. And he's asking me questions. Why Ian, like Ian de Montford was on. And he was going, oh, I've seen this act. He goes to me. I was like, yeah, and? <laughs> what? What's your point? You know. And it was just a bit of an idiot. Like, because when I come off and I did my bit, I was in the middle section. He said, come here, mate. Come here. I was like, okay. Went, you know, I've heard some of your jokes before. And I was like, yeah, you probably have. He goes, I was, he was talking to this other fella and um, who's the owner of the club. And he's a gent- nice guy. And he was saying to him, saying, oh, wasn't I saying to you? Wasn't I saying to you the punchlines before he said it? And I was like, there's no need. Do you know what I mean? Now, I understand, I, I know, there's a couple of puns that I do that are going around the circuit, and I've thought about ditching them. I have generally thought about ditching them, because 
I don't want to do, do jokes that have already been done. Do you know what I mean? He was saying, oh, I'm, don't take it to heart. I'm just saying. I'm like, it's, it's a fair comment what you're saying. I'll take that. That's fine. But then afterwards, at the end, when he, uh, Ivan Brackenbury was on doing his thing, he was going, oh, why is he doing this set? <laughs> I've heard all this stuff before. I'm thinking, he's a, he's a comedian. This is what we do. We don't come and do it a gig, a pro night, and expect to do new stuff. I did do a bit of new stuff. Only a ha- only like four jokes, which I'm happy with. They all worked. Anyway, I was thinking, why why would you say that, man? Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know what's wrong with him. I just and then he kept talking. He started talking to someone else while Ivan Brackenbury was on, and then everyone else started talking. And I thought that there's just no need for this because I'd say the last five minutes before Ivan got off. It just started, seemed to get a little bit noisy. People were chatting. But then there were people who wanted to watch the comedy night. And there's others, like groups of tables, just chatting. Oh, mate. But it doesn't matter. Because like Stevie said, don't worry about it. We've we've all got paid for the gig. We've raised money for the charity. Kind of had some stage time, if you can call it that. (laughs) We did what we'd love to do. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's that. But other than that, it's fine. It's Sunday. It's the 18th of October. I never say the date, do I? Why am I saying the date? <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> well, oh, there's been so much going on. Bullying on Facebook. I hate bullies. Genuinely hate bullies. All type of bullies. I think face. Like I've always said Facebook to me is a diary. It's a social diary but the thing is people chip in on your diary your personal diary and that there's a bit of drama that happened right so basically there's this guy who promotes gigs i don't really know the dude that well but he's been putting up these memes and jokes and he got called out for it for you know putting other people's material up on on facebook which is fine it's true debatable yeah um, don't do it. Credit the person that did write. You know, I one of my favorite jokes is by Stephen Wright. It's actually my all-time favorite joke, and that is there's a thin line between fishing and standing on the shore like an idiot. <laughs> that is my favorite joke ever written. Um, that's Stephen Wright, and I and I still put it up on the internet. I credit him. You know what I mean? A joke's genius. That joke is. It's on a different level. That's how good it is. I think that was one of the first jokes I, I heard, and I thought, I want to do one-liners, because that is amazing. I love the thinkers, and cle- it's got everything. Do you know what I mean? Clever. It's a thinker. It's true as well. <laughs> Sorry if you do fish, if you like fishing. Uh, I have done fishing myself. Did a little bit of fishing. When I used to work um, in... When I used to work in the day centre... For people who learn disabilities. So they used to go to college and stuff. And there's like a little fishing pond in Wolverhampton. And it's specifically built for people with disabilities. Um, you know, it's got ramps. It's got like places where you can put your wheelchair. And you can fish. And the water's not too deep. It's quite shallow. Really good. And I, I, that was the first time I did fishing there. I enjoyed it. It was good, man. I really enjoyed it. Enjoyed the little fishing thing. Bit weird, like holding a, a live fish in your hand, and you got a hook 
take the hook out of its mouth. Because apparently it doesn't damage the, the, the fish, which is astonishing. <laughs> yeah, if somebody put a hook in my mouth, I'll be bleeding. I'll be proper bleeding. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that that's that. And um, what else was I going to say? Yeah, so that was the story, in it? Yeah, it's all the bullying, man. Like, yeah, he got called out for doing that. And then apparently he put up a homophobic meme and he has no understanding of why he puts it up. And then this other person told me that he's been accused of um, sexually harassing female comics, which, again, there's been a lot on the comedy circuit. So it's bit of vice versa, you know, tit for tat and all that. Can't get involved with it. Does annoy me, though. <laughs> anyway, talking about um, blood and gore, I'm going to do my Halloween special again. I'm going to record it a couple of days just before Halloween. Uh, if you haven't heard my previous Halloween special, do listen to that. It's different to this. It's me telling ghost stories, and I put on a voice. <laughs> I put on this stupid voice, right? And I read out these local... They're all local Birmingham Halloween stories. I think I told stories about myself as well, because I've got a couple of stories in it. So, But what I do want, I want, I want you guys, my listeners, all of you, my US, my Yemen, my Croatia, my France, everywhere, I want all of you to um, send in your Halloween stories, your ghost stories, spooky stories, whatever it is, something that has happened to you, something that's happened to somebody you know is close to you, uh, maybe a famous ghost story in your hometown. I would love to know something. If you can, people don't, but if you can, do add me on Facebook, Love Dev Barpega. Find me on there. I've got a fan page set up. Set, Drop me an inbox message. Even if it's just a link to a story, if you can't be bothered to type it up, just send me the link. I'll read it out. That would be sweet. So I really, I really want to do that. I've got at the moment, I've got two stories to read out. <laughs> so I've still got two weeks, haven't I? Two, three, yeah, two weeks till Halloween. So that would be lovely. Otherwise, I'm gonna have to dig out stories myself. Maybe I will because I know where all my listeners are. Like, I was number one in Yemen. Whoever's listening to me in Yemen, I know you. Li- you keep listening because I can see. On my account, it comes up Yemen. I don't know if it's one person or two people, but I'm getting listeners in Yemen, and I got an email saying I'm my podcast is number one in stand-up comedy in Yemen. I was like, what? <laughs> and there are no other comedians in Yemen. <laughs> Must be my Yemen joke, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I've, I'd love to know why you guys listen to this. I really do. <laughs> what makes you want to listen to this podcast? Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, so that that's that. Um, other stuff. Oh, what else should I tell you? I, tried, I had to renew my wife's contract, right? Because I didn't realize this. She's contract finished two years ago. <laughs> Actually, she's, she's on a SIM-only plan. Uh, I can't say who the network is, but let's see. Let's just give you three reasons. <laughs> One, they're cheap. Two, they've got three in it. 
So I had to renew her plan, and I rang up the call center, and it's always in India, and it. <laughs> and uh, I love, I love it because you call them up, and they just say, "Hello, my name is John," and you're like, "It's not John, is it? Come on, tell me the truth." It's, okay, my name is John Greet. <laughs> John Greet, and uh, I was talking to this guy, and he was all right, you know. He was a nice guy. I was like, what time is it in India? Like, he knew I was Indian. He was like, what's your name? And uh, so I said, Love Dev Bapega, and he goes, oh, are you from India? And I went, yeah, I'm born in the UK, but my parents are from India. Well, my dad is. Mom was born in Africa, actually. And uh, <laughs> he was like, yeah, we just started chatting, yeah. And... um we started talking about drinking and chilling and stuff. And um, I go to him, have you guys got Corona? The drink there, Corona. He goes, Corona is everywhere in India. I was like, <laughs> I was like I'm not talking about the virus. I'm talking about the alcohol. And he, he said to me, he said, um, in India, right, apparently the coronavirus rate, I, you could be making this up, it's actually low. And he said the reason is that I don't know if the government have suggested this or people in general, and it's like a word of mouth thing. So they reckon alcohol can kill the corona virus. <laughs> so he said in India now, everyone is getting drunk. <laughs> he said the off license open like from 10 a.m. And I think they close quite early, like 6 p.m., something like that in India. And he goes, this queues. <laughs> He said there's proper queues outside all the off-license shops in in, in, in India. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's making me laugh. And he said um, he said he had to wait once for two hours. He's not even kidding. He waited two hours to get alcohol. And when he got to the door, it was time to close the shop. <laughs> he didn't even get his alcohol. He was screwing. I go, well, at least everyone in India is happy. And it. <laughs> so there you go there's a cure it's not domestos or some other detergent that donald trump suggests drinking it's alcohol <laughs> indians love alcohol especially the punjabis oh mate the sikhs are crazy man they love drinking <laughs> they like that i can compare punjabis to the scottish and the irish they like whiskey they got a deep, broad voice, <laughs> and it sounds aggressive. That Punjabi is, that's what Punjabi is. We are the Punjabi Scots of the UK. <laughs> but actually, in, in Scotland, they've actually got, uh, the Sikhs in Scotland got their own kilts. That's a fact. <laughs> they got their own kilts, brilliant. So yeah, he, he sorted me out with a really good uh, Simone plan. To be honest, <laughs> he goes just for you. Don't tell anybody else, right? This is just for you. This exclusive deal, and only thirty gigabyte of data for ten pound a month, free calls, free texts. I said, sign me up. <laughs> so I got my daughter and I got my missus on that deal. That's not bad, isn't it? Ten pound, thirty gig. I'll take that. <laughs> So he sorted me out. Uh, so I'm going to sort you guys out now. Yeah, I am. It's going to sort you out with a 
Weird news story! Yay! My favourite part of the podcast. <laughs> Alright then, so, today's weird news story is... Couldn't believe it. I read the whole weird news story out. <laughs> I did a press record. Oh, mate, I have to read it again? Oh, no. God. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, this is terrible, man. Let me just check that it's recording. It is recording. <laughs> oh, God, why did that happen? It was so funny when I read it out the first time. It's not going to be the same now. So, the story is, man rescued from freezer after being mistakenly declared dead, later dies. <laughs> uh, and this story comes all the way from India, we're sticking with the Indian theme. Right, a pensioner who was rescued from a freezer after mistakenly declared dead by his family died days later. <laughs> so he's died twice. Bala Subhmara Mahaniyan Kumar. Shout out to Bala Mahamariyan Kumar. <laughs> 74 years old. Happy birthday, mate. Well, he's dead now, isn't it? Had been sick and bedridden when he stopped moving at his home in the village of Kandampati in Tamil Nandu State, India, on Monday. His relatives thought he died and called for a freezer box to be delivered so they could keep the body for the performance of last rites. <laughs> oh, shut up. That's Bixby. Go away. Why are you disturbing me while I'm doing this? He was kept in the freezer for 20 hours until an employee arrived to pick it up and noticed Mr. Kumar was moving. <laughs> he was taken to hospital but lost his battle to live on Friday. That's a shame, man. The geezer died, come back alive and died again. <laughs> The Dean of the Government Hospital in Southern City of Salim, Dr. Balaji Nathan. Oh, he's got an English name. <laughs> Wonder if his mates call him Nathan for sure. <laughs> Dr. Balaji Nathan told the BBC the patient had been admitted in a drowsy condition following his rescue and died of lung-related problems. So, oh, there's a video of it, apparently. In the video footage taken of Mr. Kumar, when he noticed he was still alive, the man holding the camera says, Is his hands trembling? Ow? <laughs> and then his brother replied, Oh, it's fit, seizures. <laughs> and then his brother went, His soul hasn't left him yet. Oh, God. The story was first reported on a Tamil news channel, but quickly made national headlines. Police were called and now investigating a family for not carrying out a proper medical check before declaring Mr. Kumar dead. <laughs> He's probably got loads of money in it. <laughs> yeah. So, Mr. Sub-Inspector Raja Sikaran of the Suramangalam police told the Independent that a case had been filed under Section 287, which is negligent conduct to endanger human life. And then, Section 336... Oh, Act of Endangering Life or Personal Safety of Others of the Indian Penal Code. <laughs> so that that's today's story. Um, oh, I don't know why I didn't press record the first time, but the best thing about the story is, right, <laughs> I read, I've got it off the Metro. 
website, yeah. And I never read comments at the bottom, never. But this one, I just saw it and it proper made me how. <laughs> Somebody's thought, I'd take that freezer back. Obviously not working properly. <laughs> the freezer's not working. <laughs> Go back to Curry's. <laughs> Curry's, you get it, because it's in India. All right, then. <laughs> oh, mate, I've got it, because the first time I read it, I was laughing for ages. I think I was laughing for about a minute. And the thing doesn't even record it. What are you supposed to do? <laughs> oh, there we go then. That was today's weird news story. I hope you liked that one. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's the end of the podcast. As always, same old stuff. Support me on the Patreon. Leave a review on Apple if you liked it. Don't forget to send me some, uh, ghost stories if you can, please. I would love ghost stories, especially from you, my listeners. Please send me something. Um, other than that, have a good week. I've been Love Dev. See you later. Ta-da. <laughs>